Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lowry and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Accelerator podcast. Thanks for tuning back into part two of the, my interview with Garrett Strohmeyer. In this part, we're going to cover a little bit different. Like I said, this is going to be more overall market sentiment and where we feel the market's going to be headed over the next couple years. So hope you guys enjoy. So yeah, man, I want to ask you, because we've had this conversation a little bit and I'm sure, you know, everyone knows my point of view that's been listening. I've been a pretty bullish mm-hmm. since things have been falling, telling people, you know, now's the time to start buying more and, and not fall to herd mentality. And you people make a lot of money um, when everybody else is scared. You know, I've been talking about all those things. And when I was talking to you about these things, you weren't totally against it, but you have a little bit of a different thought process and, and um, belief of what's going to happen going forward, which is great. That's part of why I wanted to talk with you about it. Um, right. So, so kind of tell me, you know, what, what are you expecting to happen here over the next couple of years and, and how bullish or bearish are you not only on the commercial or the real estate side or just the stock market side, but just the market and the economy in general? Yes, sir. Exciting question, man. <laughs> so for, con- for context, guys, you know, I love going from micro to macro. What does that mean? Well, naturally, I'm a commercial real estate agent focused on certain markets. That's a micro dynamic. That's how I view things looking at the hard economy, right? Looking at what's actually happening with people, businesses, investors. I, I'm now more than ever in getting informed by looking at the macro, by actually plugging in every morning to the markets, pre-move, putting on Bloomberg, you know, hopping on the Forex, getting on my Charles Schwab, knowing that GDP fell the other day at 4.8%. All these things, I'm trying to do both to be better informed because I think having a well-rounded context is key for, for doing anything well honestly, but to get more direct, I do sense that we're going to see a pullback in the stock market. And I think on a hard economy standpoint, we're going to see more downside in the next year. Now that said, for me, what that means is there's no more herd mentality opportunity necessarily in the markets. It's, it's time for active investors, guys like Hunter, who will come in and manage a portfolio and actually put thought into it and look for the right deals, right? You can look for the right companies who are going to be able to, you know, actually take advantage of the situation because I think situations like this breed innovation and entrepreneurship because some of the old ways are going to have to be tweaked, whether it's looking at the financial systems potentially or looking at companies to our points, how much office space do they have, employees, they may have to get new jobs. A lot of things are going to get tweaked. So active investing I think is important and diversification is important. Because I think we need to hedge against the things we don't know about because, you know, we still have to make our bets, right? Ray Dalio, (laughs) Mr. Bridgewater talks about it all the time because I have his book in principles. 
we need to be believable. We have to have believable decisions. And we, we're not necessarily right all the time, but let's look at things the way they are and see, you know, things more clearly. And, and for me, that's why I like to take in more information and look at it from different perspectives. And from so far, what I've gathered is that, you know, globally, things are at a stalwart. And that's because the actual effective, direct economic impacts and social impacts on a global scale with the virus uh, are legit, right? We're literally disrupting economies. No matter what angle you look at it, there's something going on. Uh, no matter what market you're looking at, whether it's commodities, bonds, stocks, forex, real estate, you name it, there's something going on. Um, and, and I think that productivity will go down, which is why I ultimately think that, you know, the markets will, will go down further. But that doesn't mean that you have to go down. It doesn't mean that your financial advisor has to go down or me. It just means you have to be aware that things are changing. And if they do go down, because I don't know, if they, if they don't go down, I'm, I'm not going to be sad. I'm going <laughs> to be happy because it's a good thing for a lot of people. But it means you've got to follow it. And you've got to, honestly, you've got to connect with the people who know their stuff. <laughs> don't, if, mm-hmm. if, you, if, if, if I knew everything, I wouldn't you know, be here. And I also you know, would be wrong because there's, you can't know everything. So I really appreciate, you know, having different perspectives and, you know, whether it's real estate or not, you know, talk to one broker, talk to another broker, get a different opinion. Uh, I, you know, I, I think learning about the market, it shows it's just basically a bunch of people's opinions and, and different bets, to, you know, mixed in. So it, it definitely is a really good time to like re- review and reflect and think about what you want to achieve what your goals are as well moving forward. Big time, big time. And, you know, obviously you and I have talked about this and, and I'm not in any disagreements because obviously this COVID-19 is, is such a big thing. Um, and it's, it could absolutely destroy different parts of the economy. I mean, mm-hmm. the unemployment numbers that we're seeing, the long lasting effects of that, nobody really knows how big that that could be. And something that you and I talk about also, and I talk about on my show all the time is it also totally depends on your time horizon, right? If you're going to be retiring right. in the next couple of years, this is not a time to be bullish. <laughs> There's too much volatility and too much mm-hmm. uncertainty going on. And if the market ends up retesting those lows and you're just totally levered and you lose everything that you're planning on retiring on, I mean, that's just not a bet that I'd be willing to take for you. But for somebody right. that's younger and has a long time period and younger being a relative term, you know, I even think if you have it even just five to 10 years, I mean, I think it's a time to kind of push on the, on the gas a little bit because you're basically at that point, you know, we're betting on um, the U.S. economy just recovering and expanding, which it does every single time. I mean, how many different tough times have we been through? The Great Depressions, all the different viruses that we've had, everything. We've never not recovered, right? So I agree with you. I think that there's some more room for some downside. But, you know, over the next few years, I think we're going to be back up, doing well. It's going to be rocky along the way, right? And that's where active, active management comes into play, making sure that you're investing in the right sectors, um, cashing out at the right times. I mean, not timing the market at all, but, but just making the correct moves to make sure that you're mitigating um, all of your different risks. But, you know, that being said, I've had some clients that have been listening to the show and actually came on. I was just looking at the numbers. Um, they came on literally a month ago. And those people are up right now 30% in our stock portfolios in one month which is just crazy, crazy numbers. I mean, that's what I've been trying to tell people is, um, and I'm, you know, I'm obviously not guaranteeing that that's going to happen for anybody that's coming on to work with me or any other financial advisor, but the opportunity that is being presented right now comes once every 
10 to 15 years. You just don't see the, the discounted, discounted companies that are great companies this very, very often at all. I mean, it, it hardly ever happens. So I, I totally agree. There's going to be a ton of volatility ahead. There could be some very long lasting, tough side effects to the market, but I still see a ton of room for growth. I see a ton of great discounted opportunities for people. And I just am still seeing or, or believe that there is a lot of money to be made going forward for people that do it correctly. Totally, man. Let me jump in and say, um, it, and I'm going to do it in a bifurcated way. Touch on this on real estate and then on the finance side, the yeah. market side that you're talking about. On the real estate side, guys, to Hunter's point, timing is key. And thinking about your goals in relation to that is key because if, if you're at a later stage in life and you may be looking at the retirement window, I personally am not going to try to sell you and it wouldn't make sense to sell you a property that's going to require a lot of time and effort and energy and experience to reposition from a retail restaurant to some sort of cool creative office space or some sort of new you know, use altogether, some new idea altogether. It just might not be the right fit. Uh, rather, I might look to, you know, get you considering an opportunity that is low, lower, relatively lower risk, but you know, lower yield, uh, still around a five or six percent uh, cash on cash at least. And it would have a lower management requirement, lower time requirement. And it would be something like buying a Starbucks in a really well located area with a strong demand and a solid tenant like that with a corporate guaranteed lease. They've got a 15-year lease, for instance. It's called the triple net you know, investment deal. Starbucks is paying you what they call coupon clipper income every month, and you still have that property, and likely that Starbucks will be there for a while. So, And there's every deal in between. So I think that's right. Matching people's needs, goals, interests with the right you know, asset is important. And so on the, on the, on the stock side and the market side, I'm doing the same thing. You know, I'm not sitting on the sidelines right now. I'm studying the market because I'm looking to make some money. I can make money on the swings all day if, I, if I'm good at it. I'm not, I'm not good at it yet, guys, but I'm <laughs> learning. But more importantly, like you said, this 10 to 15, this never happens to where, you know, we can buy things at potentially hugely discounted prices because I do think that the fear and the blood in the streets will eventually maybe hit. And when it does, then we're going to start going, well, Jesus, these are so over, underpriced. It's a no-brainer buy. So and between now and then, if we ever get there, um, there is still a lot of opportunities and that's why you just never know what the future holds. So it's great to speculate. I think it's important that we have imagination, but we have to continue to inform our imagination through experiences because it's changing every day, every moment. Yeah. What yeah. the reality is. Yeah, totally. And that's for sure. I mean, now more than ever, because I think people are really reacting off headlines almost more than empirical data right now. So just even, you know, I had a call yesterday with a guy that called that uh, listens to the show. Um, and he was asking me, Hunter, like, what should I be reading and listening to? And where should I be getting my information to just to know where to invest? And obviously, you know, I told him Wall Street Journal, Yahoo Finance, but I gave him a there's a, a company called First Trust that I get a bunch of market updates with. I, I gave him the subscribe button or whatever for, for, those, for, the, for that data. But I told him, I was like, man, just listen to the news. Like you can get a pretty good sense of, of investor sentiment literally just on what the news is saying because that's what a lot of people are listening to and that's what a lot of people are driving. You know, they're driven by emotion right now. So they're hearing, oh man, there's all these new cases of, of COVID-19 or oh, we're doing really well and there's not. 
the market's really responding to even something that it sounds simple and it, and it kind of almost is right now. It, it, it's so, so emotional that just keeping up to date with just current news and, and all the things that are happening with the virus, I mean, you're, uh, you can be pretty on top of it very easily just doing that, I think. Right. Yes. So my take on that, um, I think it's important to have opinions in informing you and also the, whole, the actual data informing you. And for me personally, on the opinion side, on the, a good balance of both, I think Bloomberg does a pretty good job. Wall Street Journal, I'm on too, but they seem to be a little more sensationalized <laughs> from a political standpoint. I like them though. I look at the general news because I do want to have a sense of what the, what the sentiment is, right? Where are people, you know, how are they reacting to this? Uh, which is why I thought it was interesting. Yesterday, with a GDP reading, what ultimately seemed to rise sentiment-wise was the announcement that they were working on a drug and there was, you know, good news on the COVID drug. Right. That raise the market. So, you know, you got to understand that because if you miss the sentiment boat, you know, if you don't, if you're not aware that the market's not going to actually look at the hard data this day, it's going to actually probably go with the sentiment, then, you know, that's a good learning experience. But for me, that's why I also like to look at the data. I have an app, it's called Tradays, um, T-R-A-D-A-Y-S. And it literally, it, it just provides the data on every single macro, um, every single macro development as it's announced. Like you could look at the Tokyo CPI year over year. That's getting announced, you know, at 1630, you know, the military time. You can look at, you know, uh, the, the uh, you know, job seekers total in Italy. You know, I've, I've got it pulled up right now. So you can look at all those things. And, you know, of course, the U.S. And there are a lot of other sources that just have raw data because that's also good to look at and start to form, form your own opinions. Big time, big time. Basically. No, I, I totally agree. And, and yeah, I'm not saying that, um, I hope it didn't come off that way, that only um, emotional data is all that you should be looking at right now. But yeah, no, it, it I, think it, <laughs> I think it plays a, uh, you know, it's playing a larger factor than I think it would normally. But yeah, That's I right. totally agree with That's you. Right. You, gotta, you gotta be looking at the actual empirical data also. That's right, yeah, it's both. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Um, shoot. I think we got a ton of great stuff there. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we should, I, I'm maybe in a couple months, um, when things change, we should bring you back on and, and kind of see, um, what you're thinking about the real estate market at that point. And it'll be fun to look back on everything that we've said here and, and how much things have changed. Cause I think even, you know, in two to three months, who knows what could be going on? Are we still going to be locked down or are we going right. to be out of here? And people are just, absolutely running to your door trying to buy properties and, and things are just moving again. So I think we should definitely do this again, man. <laughs> That's right, brother. I'd love to. I think it would make for a good experiment too, to look back and then see where things are. They're yeah. definitely going to be changes. So That's for sure. Awesome. That's for sure. Hey, where, you know, if we've got some listeners that are wanting to have some more questions for you, maybe get some uh, in insight into some different real estate plays that you're seeing, where can people go find you at? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, guys, feel free to email me directly. Um, I'll give you my work email. It's a little longer, but my actual direct email, it's my Gmail, Garrett. So it's G-A-R-R-E-T-T -T dot S-T-R-O-H, Garrett.stro at gmail.com. Feel free to email me. Uh, we can connect from there. Feel free to Google my name too, Garrett Strohmeyer. It's S-T-R-O-H, M as in Mary, A-I-E-R. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, not as much now, mostly Instagram, prominent there, LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to add me and connect Snapchat. Um, I don't know if you, well, Snapchat doesn't, re, I don't know if you could search my name and find it, but, <laughs> but uh, Kater Matthews, I've got my profile there. And yeah, just, just feel free guys. That, uh, I, I love to, to meet new people and see, 
you know, not only how we can do some business, but how we can help each other. Because <laughs> Hunter was a guy who reached out to me through a LinkedIn post. And uh, literally, here we are now. A LinkedIn post brought us here. He was a great guy. We met in person and we just connected. So I'm always looking to expand with good people that, that are driven. And, and, and uh, yeah, thank you for putting that, for, yeah, for uh, yeah, you bet, giving man. me an opportunity, Hunter. For sure. Yeah. Obviously super smart guy. Got, uh, everybody go, go hit him up. Go, go check out his Instagram page. Cause he also does a ton of uh, motivational Instagram stories that are super cool. You guys will get a kick out of that. So go find him on Instagram, go follow him, hit him up. And you know, if you want to talk more about the stock market, what's going on, where to invest, you want me to look at your portfolio, any of the above, you know where to go, go to hunterlowry.com. There's a schedule a call with me button up there. Uh, go ahead and direct link to my calendar, guys. We can talk tomorrow about whatever you're wanting to. So, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Garrett, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. And have a great rest of your day, everybody.